Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Many of us deal with this all the time, and it can be a challenge because we want to move forward, we have goals, but then we procrastinate for whatever the reason is. Now, take that and apply it to somebody who has ADHD. Even more impactful because you're procrastinating for potentially some other reasons we are going to help you out with that, or maybe a loved one, maybe your child who may be dealing with ADHD. She's a coach that handles that. I didn't even know they existed. She's back with us. Stacy Cannon is here. Hey, Stacy, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, great to have you back here. And this is, this is a struggle for many people, maybe all of us. You know, we procrastinate. Let's say we have a, a task or maybe part of our job, but we don't do it or we put it off because many of us are afraid we'll fail at it or we'll make a mistake. So it's like, yeah, I'll get get to that. Or I want to put more time into it. Really, we're just procrastinating. How does it look to somebody who has ADHD with that procrastination? Well, you know, as, as you said, absolutely. We all do it. Um, and give yourself <laughs> some some grace with all of it. But with ADHD, you know, a person is going to have those executive function challenges. And when you come home at the end of the day, you know, we're all dealing with different things. You know, maybe somebody went through a breakup or, you know, work was a lot that day. And cognitively, your brain is just spent and you can't do the things that need to get done at home. Mm. That's okay. That's normal for all of us. I go home and I'm like, I have to mop the floors. I have a dog. Sometimes he leaves a little stuff here and there. It's like, I'm not going to do that. And then I'm going to do that. But now it's eight o'clock at night and I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow or do it tomorrow. And the ADHD brain might take it a step further, like, and I'm just going to use, let's just say the dishes for an example. Sure. They've been sitting there. Oh, okay. I see them every time I walk by them. When should I do them? Okay. If I do some of them, then I can put them in the dishwasher, but is the dishwasher emptied? And all these little things, it's almost like we go through all these little tiny steps that maybe the typical brain wouldn't necessarily go through. There'd be like, okay, I'm going to either get these done or I'm not. Hmm. It can wait. But um, for me, like with Thanksgiving, I brought a couple different dishes and I was thinking ahead because I brought green bean casserole. I was like, I do not want to scrub this dish. So I brought one, a pan of it, just in something that I could throw away. And then another dish that really didn't require any baking. I was like, okay, I can put this in a fancy dish, but there's just a lot of steps. Um, People um, usually with the ADHD brain have to kind of go through. And even if, you know, just put a little dent in it, Hmm. you know, you don't have to do the whole thing and look at, Maybe why, why do you have all those things? Did you have a big family dinner and had a good time? You know, you can relate it to something positive, but hmm. there's just, you know, 
too many, kind of too many steps kind of going through our head with that ADHD brain, even for the small tasks. So do we break it into chunks? Like if somebody has ADHD, like the, the dishes is a great example. So you pass by it and many times is somebody saying, well, I could do a little bit of that, but I, I, maybe I'll wait. Or maybe I can do a, a couple of spoons and maybe clean those, put those in the dishwasher. Is it kind of like you marinate back and forth? Well, a lot of people, I will tell you, um, kind of look at the big picture like, Ugh, we got to get all these done. Or I told my son to do this and it hasn't gotten done yet. And so mom and dad might be frustrated. <laughs> you know, there's different things that could could, you know, be tied to that. But, you know, find what works for you. For me, I'll give you an example. I have a hack that works for me and I've been doing it for years. One, rarely do I ask my kids to do the dishes because it's easier for me to do it. Now, everybody takes their plates and puts some rinses them off in the sink. So guess what? I don't have to do that. And so that's, for me, that's one step of doing the dishes that doesn't have to get done. Hmm. And then, um, depending on how I feel, I might bust out the paper plates that night. Full disclosure, I haven't <laughs> touched a regular plate in months. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not great for the environment, but, but uh, every day, that's what I do because it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. You do, you do you and what works sure. and makes it easier because you know what? I, you know, I, there's plenty of other things you could do or find to help the environment, but um, I don't know what those are, but I know I, they're out there. Um, yeah. Do, you know, you can do that. So for me, once I put everything in the dishwasher, you know, I set it time, I program it to start, you know, around midnight. Mm. Once everybody's done showering and so forth. And when I get up in the morning, that's one thing I just do because I'm getting up early anyways, because the dogs always come to my side of the bed. And <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm up. Yeah. So I empty it and put it away. It takes me sometimes less than five minutes. And boom, it's done. That's something that's just worked for me. But everybody just has to find something. And it was more work to ask my kids to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, what you're describing, I, I feel is for most households, you know, more, way more challenging with ADHD, but just what you're saying, I deal with it. I got it. I got you. It's the same thing that it's easier, but they know at that, you know, from a parental standpoint, I think we all agree. All we're doing is enabling our kids not to do the task, but then you have to weigh your, your parental frustration and- mm -hmm. And, and the stress and all of that, asking them to do it again. And I look at what my kids are doing as a whole 
Now, every summer they've gone away to camp. One goes for two, one had one, well, one's aged out and she went for four. And I know they are, um, every morning the cabin has to clean their cabin. Mm. So they're cleaning the toilets, making their beds. So they're doing that. But my kids have been doing their laundry since the fifth grade. Cool. Yeah. I don't have to do that. (laughs) And they always, you know, they can get their room messed up or whatnot, but on one of my kids on her own, she cleans every Sunday afternoon. I don't tell her to do that. Wow. And one just kind of keeps her room picked up now that she's older. And so, and one has a job, so they're working, um, and so forth, and doing other things. They're involved in different activities, so a lot of times they're gone when I want the dishes done. <laughs> I guess it comes down to pick your battles. You do, you do, and um, you know something. I also. There was a short time when my kids were little, when I was a stay-at-home mom, it didn't last long. Um, it, I was a better mom when I worked. But with that, um, I was always overwhelmed with cleaning the house. So if I'm working, I always had somebody clean my house. And I was fortunate enough and thankful that I was able to do that. But that's almost in a way as the parent that I'm giving myself some self-care by not having to do that when I'm not working. Sure. It's a different way to look at it. And I'm, you know, go get, you know, that massage and whatnot, whatever works for you. But I started looking at it a little differently. Hmm. So, yeah, well, there is something to be said about self-care and it can come in many shapes and forms. Self-care could be, I don't have to do anything today. I'm just Mm going to hang out. It's not, you're not getting a massage. Absolutely. That is part of self-care. We have a question. You can reach us anytime. Instant feedback, Steve at gmail.com. Gina is in Newark, New Jersey and says, what is the difference between ADD and ADHD? Okay. So... Technically, they ADD is not a term that is used anymore. Um, so everything falls under ADHD. Okay. And there's different types. And um, basically, the what ADD is now is more like ADHD, kind of the inattentive when you're not like hyperactive so to speak you're not the one bouncing on the walls but um so that's adhd or add that's kind of what i think of as the aid what ad add was they don't call it that gotcha okay so they Mm. did away with that but it's kind of the one where usually a doctor will say adhd inattentive type So that would mean that somebody doesn't have that. And this is my description, the best I can do, the hyperactivity, but may have challenges with focus, maybe organization, things like that. 
Does that sound right for what, what, what was ADD? Like in my, yes, they may be the daydreamer. They could be the ones that might fall through the cracks at school. Mm, Okay. Cause they're the good kid, like a good kid, meaning the teacher's not always getting on them and so forth. Right. Because they're, um, more chill. Maybe, yeah, you know, yeah. but maybe they're still struggling in tombs. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. What, in your opinion, and this is just, this is not scientific. Right. And I'm not a doctor. Uh, so disclaimers all out there, but I'm curious <laughs> when a child will focus on children that uh, right. has ADHD or something, you know, related to it, you know, some say ADD, whatever, uh, what percentage of those have that hyperactivity portion ballpark in here. You know, is it like typically, you know, child, like maybe from what you've heard, seen that that's included maybe 30% of the time or it's, it's more than that. Oh gosh. It's hard to give a percentage. Um, I see a lot of inattentives come my way. Okay. Okay. Inattentive would mean without the hyper active portion yes okay yes and you can be both you can of, be of both course, of course yeah um i just wondered for you know for kids how often that was just you know, you know just a, just a wondering i guess yeah i gosh that would be i i don't know i don't hmm. okay. know okay fair enough yeah all good yeah. i don't know if it you know maybe presented itself in different ways um how do you work with a, a child who procrastinates on a regular basis, you know, a child who has been diagnosed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, one, I kind of take a look at their whole day, what they've got going on, okay. parent, ex- parent expectations. Um, are you expecting your kid to take out the trash before school? Um, hmm. Probably not going to happen we may want to relook at that and that's okay sure um you know are you looking at just wanting the task done on a day or are there other things in there like is the parent annoyed all day because it hasn't gotten done yet um you know say trash days on thursday Maybe we want to set a certain time the night before to take it out. Mm. That kind of thing. So they're not rushing Thursday morning. If we're talking about laundry, a lot of kids are doing laundry and (laughs) everybody deserves clean clothes. Um, You know, I ask, what is the state of the laundry? Meaning... Where is it in your room as far as Hmm. is everything just in different spots on the floor or is there a hamper? Hmm. Where is your hamper? (laughs) If it's in a closet that they're not looking at, they may not think about it. Okay. So So it's some of these little things that the ADHD brain just needs to be made aware of. Hmm. That can make a difference. And you know what? Do one load. Look at your schedule. Are you forgetting that it's in there because you're setting it and going off? 
somewhere and then you don't come back till later. It's just kind of th- look, you know, there's so many things that can be tied in to a lot of these things that somebody can procrastinate on. Hmm. And, and even just doing it once and getting it done is a success. So I'm learning a lot here in that those little nuances, those little, what may seem like little can be big things. Let's say, let's go with the laundry that you keep the hamper in the closet. Well, out of sight, out of mind for somebody that, you know, a a kid has ADHD, you might want to make sure it's visible. So it's a reminder for them. Um, And also cutting, cutting your kids some slack in that, if they're doing all of this, you can't also expect them to do this mm-hmm. or you have to, you pace it. Like saying, going to school, yeah. taking the garbage out before school. Well, I'm, you know, my son doesn't have ADHD. I can see that totally. He's a zombie when he wakes up. He sure. bar- barely gets going. Uh, and as much as it would be nice to say, they're picking up the garbage typically like 7 a.m. Can you take it out before, as you're walking to the bus? To us, it's like, you know, but a a kid, and especially with ADHD, maybe that's more of a challenge. So I guess we we have to walk in their shoes no matter who they are. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And but there's still an expectation out there for them to to get chores done and so forth. It's I'm not saying it's a free ride, but just kind of take, you know, like you said, put yourself in their shoes and, you know, see. Um just to try to make it a little bit smoother for them to get certain things done for them. And just like an adult hack, you know, my house is generally fairly clean, but the one thing that I struggled with and I put it off and put it off because it's not something I have to do all the time. And my closet was messy, But I could shut that door. But finally, I got so fed up with it. And my husband and I share a closet, always have. But what I did was um, I had a Saturday open and I bought the Britney Spears book on Audible, Mm -hmm. put it on. I got it done in two hours. The book? Her book, yeah, her, you, her autumn. Oh, well, well, my closet, not oh, the book. Okay. Sorry. Like, how did you do but, that? <laughs> but, um, oh, so you cleaned yeah, the but closet I had it on while Audible was on. You're listening to the book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that makes a big difference when you declutter. I taught, I was having this conversation with somebody last night whose daughter has, um, I guess ADHD, but not the hyperactive portion of it. And the conversation was about uh, cleaning. And she Mm -hmm. even talked to her kids. And and even she is saying, we got to declutter this place. And one of her daughters said, you know what, mom? Why don't we wait till after the holidays to do it? And it kind of made sense because you got decorations out. They can put them away, blah, 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 back and forth. But the decluttering, I have to imagine, especially when dealing with ADHD, can be a game changer, right? Mm-hmm. It can. And you know, if you're in something else to pay attention to, if your child is used to doing something and suddenly they may be um, regressing in that area as far as chores, you know, just talk to them. You know, maybe there's something that can be an easy fix. Some, You know, with my daughter several years ago, 
she kind of stopped doing her laundry. And I was like, what's going on? And then, and I went to help her. And so one that did help, but we realized that she still had these child hangers. And so it was so frustrating for her to put her clothes on them because they would always fall. And because it was frustrating for me when I was helping her. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need to get you some bigger hangers. I I spoke to a a professional organizer, actually a couple of them. And Mm -hmm. they suggest having all the same hangers and always put them in the same direction. And I did that. I moved uh, last year and went kind of like a fresh start. So now you're putting stuff away and then you have those like wire hangers from the cleaners and you have the ones Mm -hmm. with the cardboard on them. Like this is going spent 25 bucks on Amazon, got a big box of nice plastic hangers all in the same color. I know it sounds minimal. It makes such a huge difference. Absolutely. Those, those things do, and you don't have to spend a lot of money. No. And I got tons of hangers left over, like like dozens left over. There you go. (laughs) But yeah, like in your closet, when you look at the way it looks um, and how it's more functional and easier to get to stuff, uh, uh-huh. some maybe just basic organization. Absolutely. Can make a big difference for, for somebody that has the ADHD. Yeah. And I got rid of a bunch of clothes and my mind was, well, I can sell these. So I had a bag that sat there for a week. I was like, I am not going to sell these. I'm just going to take them and donate them. Stacy, <laughs> the bag has been sitting in my uh, hallway by the stairs for three weeks now. Going on three weeks because I, I cleaned. I didn't finish doing all the closets, but I purged stuff, gained a little bit of weight. Sure. I'm not going to wear that again. Uh, right. I was thinking the same thing. And then now I'm back on, I'm going to donate them. I still haven't gotten to it. I'm not even kidding. There's a big garbage bag in the hallway because <laughs> I haven't gotten to it yet. I got to get to it. But yeah. you know what's yeah. Now I'm getting you know even a thought here. Isn't it funny that when you leave that stuff around your house, that it becomes part of your house. Like that, that garbage bag with the clothes. Uh huh. Yes. I, I pass it every day, five times, eight times a day. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of it until you just said it because I'm so used to seeing it there. Yes. So, you know, I'm now I'm, I'm walking in somebody who has ADHD's shoes and what that can be like in terms of um, not supporting them in an organization like that's in the way and that's in the way and that's in the way mm-hmm. uh, I can imagine. Just imagine how frustrating that might be to somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is what you do as a coach. These little things that you make us realize. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And and yeah, we're centering on kids here, but even for adults and oh, yeah. and even in the big picture, I've, I know somebody who's very intuitive, very famous for what this person does. Um, if you believe in energy, having all that clutter blocks your flow of energy and just mm-hmm. mentally messes you up no matter who you are <laughs> and we don't exactly realize exactly yeah yeah so in working with somebody and we have just a couple of minutes left how does that work do you hear their story and maybe the challenges like a parent might have listen i tell my kid to do chores and they don't do chores uh where do i go with that how do i motivate them is that part of also what you do Yeah, it is. And so sometimes, like for the average person, it can be the littlest thing. And so, and something we do every day, um, you know, it's maybe putting up um, 
some, you know, athletic gear that, you know, you come home, it's just thrown outside, but maybe we have a visual and we talk through things. So I hear their story, pick different things out and we dive through it. And sometimes it's starting with a visual for that child to have a reminder and sometimes that's all that's needed. And the parents are like, oh my goodness. It's like a whole new world at the house yeah. or having that visual and one reminder by the parent, mm. you know, everybody's household is different, yeah. but it's those kinds of things. Yeah. The things that we don't realize, like you pick up on them and, and what's going to motivate somebody that has ADHD or struggling with it. Uh, right. Stacey, how do we connect with you? How do we find you? Yeah, so I am, you can find my website, hillcountryadhd.com. And if anybody has any questions, you can reach me by email, hillcountryadhd at gmail.com. Awesome. Uh, Always great talking with you. Love the insight. Uh, Goal today, donate that bag of clothes that's on my stairs. (laughs) There you go. I'll I'll check in with you next time. (laughs) Well, that's the accountability. That's what Uh you need too. Yeah. As a coach. All right. Thanks again. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Okie doke. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.